Like this podcast? Then please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. Thank you. Welcome to episode 19 of the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, part 6. You ready, Leanne? It's Leah. Well, this is even more awkward than I thought it would be, Leah thought. She was sitting in the back of a French car. Brad Felt was sitting in the front. He was taking a look at the car's dashboard from the driver's seat. They hadn't said much to each other. He was mumbling to himself, mostly. Leah hadn't really talked to Brad earlier, either. He'd arrived at the airport first, Greg second, and by the time Leah found them at the arrivals hall exit, Brad and Greg had become some sort of instant best buddies. Leah had to endure the two men's constant lame jokes for almost an hour before Emily Harris finally showed up. there's Harris. Not that Harris's arrival had made things any easier. The woman had stopped in her tracks as soon as she spotted Leah. She had gone pale as a sheet. Miss Harris, are you okay? Greg rushed to Harris. He bought her not eating on the plane excuse. But Leah knew Emily had recognized her, and that's why the VP suddenly looked like she'd seen a ghost. Uh, Brad, Leah, come here. This is Emily Harris. Greg's hurried introductions were as awkward as they could get, with the still pale Harris nodding and smiling weakly at both Brad and her. Then Greg had rushed off to a nearby store to get something to eat for Harris. Leah tried to make eye contact with the nervous VP of Sanders Tag. She wanted to reassure the woman. Leah wouldn't tell anyone what happened. Harris, but Harris focused her attention on Brad as soon as Greg left. Hi, Brad. Brad felt love to get all of the attention, of course. He clearly thought Emily Harris was right to focus on him instead of Leah. He even stepped away from Leah a bit, and Harris followed. So, no luggage because of the strike, huh? They spent ten minutes ignoring Leah together, before Greg came back, profusely apologizing for the long wait. After handing Harris a bottle of water, a candy bar, and an apple, Greg informed the group he'd heard from Jordan while he was waiting in the store. Jordan's flight had been cancelled because of the strike. He won't make it to France until tomorrow. Same for your luggage, I'm afraid. It won't be released until tomorrow. Harris asked if they'd leave tomorrow then. She was starting to regain some color in her face. When Greg told everyone they would start the road trip as planned and Jordan would catch up with them in Avignon tomorrow, Harris just nodded. Brad made a stupid joke. Doesn't matter. The VIPs have already arrived. Then the guy had the audacity to wink at Emily Harris. Greg laughed. Harris smiled. Leah bit her lip and regretted coming to France. This was going to be a disaster. An hour later, they were still parked by the car rental's office. Greg was talking to Emily Harris, a bit away from the car. The VP of Sanders Tech was standing with her back to Leah. This car isn't very good, Brad said. Leah wasn't sure if he was talking to her. I wish they rented an American car. An American car can handle these kind of landscapes a lot better. Leah looked at her hands and bit her lip again. She was pretty sure a French car could handle 
the French countryside. I don't think you should drive on this trip, Brad said. Leah looked up in surprise. It might be too dangerous in this type of car. Leah was dumbfounded. She hadn't considered driving for one second, but this sexist remark made her reconsider. I guess we'll have to see, but I'm fine with you taking the first shift. She replied with a forced smile. Leah didn't wait for Brad to reply and looked for her new smartphone instead. Greg had handed Brad and Leah a new device with a French SIM card. That way, they could tweet, blog, Snapchat, or do whatever else they wanted, Greg had said, without having an enormous bill waiting for them at home. Leah was excited about the new phone. It was Sanders Tech's latest model, and it wasn't available in stores yet. This was the kind of stuff Leah loved. The phone was already set up, and she only needed to log in into her accounts. The first thing she'd done, while she was waiting for Greg to take care of the rental car, and being ignored by Brad and Harris, was sending Claire a message. She wanted to send, Come and rescue me, but she hadn't. Clara still didn't know about Leah's history with Emily Harris. So she'd send, This dude is even worse than I thought. Where the hell is that air conditioner? Leah checked the messaging app for a reply, but there wasn't one yet. Then again, it was only 4 a.m. in New York City right now. Leah looked up and checked if Harris and Greg were still talking. Her heart skipped a beat when she caught Harris staring at her from outside the car. The VP quickly broke their eye contact and opened the passenger front door. So you're driving, huh? Harris asked Brad while getting into the car. <laughs> Leah noticed she'd taken off her classy dress jacket. The VP was now only wearing a faded old jeans and a funny black t-shirt. Leah hoped the I'm probably smarter than you are line on the t-shirt okay, was meant so for Brad. Me... There. I turned on the air conditioning for you, Emily. Leah's jaw went slack. Did he just say Emily? Brad made things even worse by adding, It's best if I call you Emily, right? We're stuck with each other for like five days. The VP smiled at Brad and relented. Sure, Brad. Brad's eyes dropped to Harris's chest after that. He grinned. Nice t-shirt. Leah practically groaned in disgust. This guy was unbelievable. Harris was about to reply when Greg interrupted the scene by knocking on Brad's window. Leah sat back in her seat, still amazed at this Brad guy, and looked up at Greg, who was doing a little enthusiastic dance of some sort, while Brad opened the window. Okay, guys, it's time for you to go. Brad has the address for your first stop which I think you'll love, and I will see you in Avignon tomorrow with Jordan and your luggage, I hope. Brad replied, Okay, let's get this party started. He honked the horn and high-fived Greg. <coughs> Leah risked a glance at Harris and saw the woman roll her eyes. So Harris wasn't fond of Brad and Greg either. She just hid it very well while talking to them. Or she was that desperate not to have to talk to her, Leah realized. Brad started the car. Leah forced an excited smile at Greg and waved at the man while Brad started to drive away. But then, the car's engine almost immediately fell silent again. What the? Brad said. Not used to driving with a stick? Harris asked. 
Leah noticed the VP was grinning a bit. Leah couldn't see Brad's face, but she bet money on it being bright red right now. Not this kind of cheap car, no, Brad said. I did race with a car on manual for a while, but this is clearly crappy engineering. He started the engine again. Greg had walked up to Brad's window to see what was going on, but Brad just waved and quickly pulled out of the parking lot. The GPS on the dashboard of the car bleeped immediately. In one mile, An American right. voice loudly told them where to go. Ha, some American quality. Finally, Brad said. Leah rolled her eyes again while staring out of the window at the French landscape. Leah wasn't impressed with France so far. There was nothing charming or romantic about what she was seeing right now. They were clearly in some industrial area built nearby the airport. We've got about a three-hour drive ahead of us, Brad announced. Leah was surprised to see him looking at her in a rearview mirror. Maybe you should tell us a bit about yourself, Leanne. Emily and I don't know you very well yet, do we? Leah was speechless. He couldn't even get her name right. It's Leah, Harris suddenly said. Brad shifted his gaze away from Leah and turned his head towards Harris. Sorry? Her name is Leah, Harris said, looking at Brad. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, Le uh, Leah, he said. Leah was stunned Harris had actually acknowledged her existence. She was happy and relieved. She tried to smile at the VP, but the woman had turned her head again and was staring out of the window. Leah quickly felt awkward again. So, Leah, who do you blog for? Brad was at it again. Leah was sure he was faking interest. Mostly freelance assignments, but I've been working on a website with a friend as well. You might know it, actually. It's... Brad interrupted her. Freelance? People are still hiring freelancers? Oh, I never do. I believe in a team for the long run, you know. I think freelancers don't have the same kind of commitment to our brand. The quality can be as good that way. When I first started, I used a couple of freelancers for easy content, you know. And even that, they couldn't do following my very clear briefing. I just Leah wanted to actually to reply to Rat's rant, but quickly stopped trying. After she noticed he had stopped looking at her in the rearview mirror and was trying to catch Harris's attention instead, she sat back and took a deep breath. It was going to be a long five days. Oh my god. Leah tried to focus on the French landscape again. It was now rapidly passing by. They had gotten onto a highway often called Route du Soleil because it was the main road to the south of France. She knew this because Greg had kept mentioning it as if this made the trip somewhat more exciting. Leo was starting to think she should have cancelled this whole thing. She could have faked illness. She should have, after she knew who Emily Harris was. Leah thought Harris would at least try to act normal towards her. Pretend like they had never met, maybe. But clearly, Leah was wrong. The annoying brat felt, loved attention, and considered himself a peer to Harris. It was the perfect excuse for Harris to ignore the small, independent blogger in the back seat. With Jordan not arriving until tomorrow afternoon, 
Leah was on her own for at least 24 hours or so. Claire, help me. She started fidgeting with the phone in her lap. The new model was pretty impressive. She tapped on the screen to wake the phone up. Might as well play with this. The home screen was displayed, and Leah studied the pre-installed apps. There wasn't anything special to see at first glance. But then she spotted a gray icon with the title nearby under it. A Sanders Tech app, she assumed. She hadn't heard of it yet. Maybe something that came with the new model. So Leah tapped on the icon to open it. The application popped up immediately and showed Leah a small map. The map had a blue dot indicating her location. Right next to it, a yellow and a red dot moved along with the blue one. Under the map was a title, Nearby Friends, and under that, Leah discovered the names Brad and Emily. When she tapped on Harris's name, a chat box opened. Half a second later, Leah heard a little chirp coming from the front of the car. Harris shifted in her chair and started to look for something. Shit, Leah thought. She assumed the chirp was a notification, and the thing Harris was looking for was a phone. The app had notified Harris's phone a chat window was opened, Leah guessed. Shit, shit, shit. Harris found her smartphone in her suit jacket's pocket, which she'd laid on her lap. Leah watched as the woman unlocked her phone and then tensed up. This was so embarrassing. Now what? Leah thought in a slight panic. She hadn't meant to start a conversation. Stupid app. She decided then to say just that. Leah typed quickly. Sorry, this app automatically started a chat. I didn't know. Leah quickly hit the send button on the bottom of the screen. The chirp sound rang through the car again. Brad noticed it too. Always at work, huh? He smiled at Harris. Me too. Harris just nodded, and Leah noticed the VP quickly hit the mute switch on the left side of the device. Leah couldn't take her eyes off the VP's long fingers wrapped around the smartphone. The screen was still on, and Leah guessed Harris was looking at her message. The VP was clearly debating if she should reply. Leah felt like this might be her only chance to make things better. So she quickly started typing again. We can pretend we never met. She stared at her message for a second. She needed to do something. There was no time to hesitate. Harris might close the app and block her or something. So she hit send. No notification sound this time. But Leah knew the message had arrived and was being read because she saw Harris shifting in her seat uncomfortably. The woman's left index finger was tapping on the side of the smartphone nervously. Leah was still staring at those beautiful hands, wishing them to start typing a reply. For a second, it seemed like Harris was just going to hit the lock screen button on top of the device. Leah held her breath and felt a lump growing in her throat. She needed this woman to stop this madness. They were stuck with each other for five long days, in a car. Leah couldn't take this. But then... Harris adjusted her grip on the phone and started typing. Leah's heart started racing. She quickly checked her screen to see if a message had arrived. Nothing. But there were three little dots doing a dance at the bottom of the screen. 
that meant Harris was typing, Leah hoped. She glanced back at the woman's hands in the front of the car. Harris was no longer typing. Leah could see Harris staring at the screen, maybe debating if she should hit send, just like Leah had done only a minute ago. Come on, come on. Send it, Leah thought. Any contact was better than this ignoring each other game. She saw Harris's thumb go up, then down a bit towards the bottom of the screen, hoovering over it. And then hit send. A loud chirping noise startled Leah. The phone in her hands vibrated. A message had arrived. This was episode 19 of the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. See you next Tuesday.